Welcome back to episode 69 of the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Miguel. Today on the podcast, we're going to get into a couple of topics uh, that are really, you know, for self-motivation, spirituality, and personal growth. And we're going to get into something that's called TFAR, which are thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. Uh, NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming, which is, you know, a lot of this stuff is woo-woo and people, um, you know, they kind of run off the deep end with it. Like that book, The Secret, where, you know, if you think of richness, you're going to get richness. Well, what about a poor kid in India? Uh, You know, why can't he think of richness and get it? So some of that stuff is really woo-woo, but uh, there's some truth to all of these different systems and beliefs. Uh, belief systems that people put into place. And the secret has some truth in it, but it has a lot of woo-woo bullshit in it too. So, uh, and the, again, the T, the T far, uh, which is some stuff I'm just finding out about now, which I kind of put into practice myself, but you know, it's good to have these acronyms and these these things embedded so you can read them and study them, but it's TFAR, thoughts, feelings, actions, results. I really do like that. So, yeah, I guess you you could call this a motivational podcast, so I'm going to get into it. I'm not sure really how long it's going to run, but uh, we're going to get into some some topics here. So to start with, you know, one of the key things that you have to look into is your fitness. You know, and you don't have to be a Michael Jordan athlete or, you know, jump, you know, slam dunk basketballs, but just you have to be in a state where you're a balance between your mind and body and your spirit. And if that means being able to, you know, walk for 45 minutes at a brisk pace or do something, try to keep your weight under control. Of course, there's some people that have challenges with that and it's difficult, totally understandable, but try to maximize what you have and try to elicit some change in your life and move in the right direction. You could have a person that, you know, he might, you know, he might be weighing 250 pounds and, you know, the steps and the actions that he takes in his life, he goes from 250 to 350. And then there's the other guy that... You know, he's 250 and he does the right things and has the right thinking and he goes from 250 to 225. He's moving in the right direction and that's where you want to be. Instead of giving up and saying, hey, I can't do this or this this food has control over me, you have to have control over yourself and your mind and your mind will dictate what what everything does going forward. In other words, you, you every, all the actions that you partake in are a result of your mind. Like the Buddha said in the Dharmapada, the first... Words of the Dharmapada are all that we are is what we think. Very, very profound words. So yes, fitness. And your general fitness, your, your ability to you know take care of yourself, your physical body. The next one is strength. And there's two types of strength. There's, there's mental strength and physical strength. So we just discussed a little bit about physical strength. Now the mental strength is, you have some people that I classify them as um, mental lightweights. And there's other people that, that kind of cat- categorize as mental heavyweights. There was one guy that I had on a podcast, Mark Passio. He's a mental heavyweight. <laughs> so that's an analogy. And then somebody that's a snowflake or something like that, a safe space type person, that's that's an extreme lightweight. Okay, What I call a potato chip. And the reason why I call them a potato chip is because they crumble easy. Can't take pressure. So you, we got fitness. We have strength, which is physical and mental. And then your spirituality. So the spirituality part of it is recognizing that there's multiple levels to it, but your connection to all things, 
and your ability to look within yourself for your answers. As I quote all the time, attachment equals suffering and detachment equals liberation. And those are very, very true words. Any, any suffering that you have is coming as a result of attachment. If you're way overweight, that's suffering that, and if, if you're way overweight, you're going to have some degree of suffering from it. It's because of your attachment to food and your attachment not to take care of your body and do some modicum of exercise or physical activity. So it's, you know, spirituality, ability to look from, from within yourself, looking out and how you connect to all things and how all things connect to you on the inside. So that's very, very important. And, and, and everybody practices their spirituality in a slightly different way. And, you know, you might hear a verse from the Tao and it's going to hit you one way and it'll hit somebody else a completely different way. But what's important is that it hits you. That's what's important. That you have this, this spirituality within you where you understand that you're much more than this physical meat wagon that, that's walking around the planet that's subjected to Madison Avenue. And this common core education system and, you know, dancing with the stars on television. Crap. So, yeah. So, again, the NLP, the Neuro Linguistic Programming, is, you can look it up on Google or YouTube. It's where um, you actually program yourself through the words and the input that you put into your mind for positive outcome. You know, so you associate, you know, certain words like, you know, winning and working out and positive and expanding and such these words you actually let these words penetrate into you and you act upon them and that's the main thing because what happens with in many instances people have the mental strength and the right thinking and you do all of these exercises and positive thinking but they don't take action and if you don't take action nothing is going to get done zero zero you'll just be you know your mind will be you know the heavyweight champion of the world but none of it is going to have an effect on you because you're not putting it into action and that's where the rubber meets the road. So you have the mental strength versus mental toughness. The, the, those are two separate entities. And the mental toughness is, you know, you're able to, you know, go to a job every day, report to the job every day. It's a shit job and you get yelled at, but you're tough and you can take it and, and you deal with it. And you're mentally tough, which which is great. And that's really the first component of it. It's that resilience. It's that ability as they say, you know, you get, you know, you get knocked down 20 times, but you get up 21. You know, you don't stay down and you keep getting up. So that's the one side of it. And that's the mental toughness. But the other side of that is the mental strength. Okay. And the mental strength is almost like something where you go to the gym and you work out your body on a physical, uh, physical exercise plan where, you know, you're lifting weights and you're doing, you know, kettlebells and you're doing pull-ups and sit-ups and running and all that stuff. And what it does is it exposes your, your muscles to resistance. And the more you expose your muscles to resistance, the stronger they get. And the more ability they have to overcome external forces, you know, like whatever challenges physically are out there. You, you have to, you know, lift these 50 boxes or whatever things, steps that you have to do physically, you'll be able to do it because you've exercised your body to, to meet this resistance and to meet this challenge through exercise and through the steps that you're taking with your body. Okay, that body adapts to the resistance and it gets stronger. But the flip side of that mentally is also to exercise your body with challenges. You know, if you're watching Dancing with the Stars or, you know, this uh, 
impractical jokers. I mean, I used to like the show years ago, but it's got, it's gotten ridiculous to show. I mean, if you sit and watch this drool that's on television these days, your mind is just going to become mush, and you're not challenging yourself because you're just being subjected to, to programming. That's why they call television programming. What you need to do is to subject yourself to mental strength or develop your mental capability through reading the right books, the right thinking, the right speech, the right action, and the ability to challenge yourself. Because without the challenge and without the action, you're, 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 you're really doing nothing. You know, you're just being passive and you're not being active. And, and the key word here is to take action and to be active. So you have to subject yourself to mental toughness. You know, like playing chess like uh, having a good conversation, a debate, a dialogue with somebody, doing research on something, and really exercising that muscle that is the mind. You know, it's, it's, it's also a muscle in the sense that it needs to get worked out, and if you don't, it turns to mush. So you have to, you have to exercise it, you know, and to, to affect a positive change in your life. And really what it comes down to, it's, it's having the ability to overcome external forces, uh, mentally and physically and spiritually. And as we all know, you know, I'm not a Bible thumper, but I, Jesus is my guy, as I said. And there's, you know, a lot, of, a lot of evil these days out there. It's always been, but it's getting worse and worse. So we're facing a lot of different challenges in, in this existence these days. And we have to really be prepared and put on the armor of God or whoever you believe in. Put on that armor so that we can get through the day, okay? And we have to elicit a positive change in our life. And we have to, you know, have the ability to overcome these external forces, you know? So if you take all of these steps and, 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 and you look into the physical and you take action into the physical side of it, to varying degrees, you know, just enough to keep yourself healthy and um, the mental strength and the mental toughness and the spirituality end of it, you're going to have really, really good results as long as you're taking the action that you're supposed to and move in the direction you're supposed to and, and overcome the resistance. In the Tao, it says that water... Uh, the, the power and the beauty of water is that it, it feels comfortable going into lower places where men don't want to go. Water always seeks the lowest level, and, and people for some reason don't want to do that. But water in having dominion, water in subduing itself to a thousand mountains has dominion over the valley, you know? And it's the same with people. We should be comfortable, the Tao says we should be comfortable where others are uncomfortable. And that's how you're going to experience more growth and how you're going to Move ahead of the crowd, you know, and and uh, excel and accelerate your whole life, okay? The ability to overcome challenges and being comfortable with others or not. To get back to that book, The Secret, there's a lot of woo-woo out there, and you have to be careful because what they're doing is homogenizing a lot of different things. You get guys that go out there and read four or five books, and they kind of blend it all together, and they get a great bestseller because it sounds great. Oh, the secret, you know, think and grow rich. And, you know, oh, if I just really dream about it, you know. They, and then they interview nothing but really successful people, Bill Gates and all these people and, uh, you know, Steve Jobs. And this as well. I thought real positive. But they don't tell you how many hours and years that these people invested in, in accelerating their career forward. It didn't just come because, you know, it was the secret. Or, you know, they were just wishing. The, what do they call that? Um, intention. You know, that the int they intended or they have an intention for positive growth and everything. No, no, no. no. That's, you know, that's a small fraction of it. But you have to put action into it. Okay. And dedication. And you have to overcome resistance and overcome adversity. Okay. And you have to be mentally tough, spiritually tough. And um, put in the hard work. Okay. So that secret stuff is, is what I call woo-woo. Okay. That's why I like my Eastern philosophy. You know, the Tao Te Ching, the Book of Five Rings, the Dharmapada, you know, the Hagakuru, 
there's a lot of good books out there. The um, the Upanishads, I did a couple episodes on that. So mental resistance, okay? And there's a thing that's called, um, it's called the the monkey mind, okay? And what that is, is that little monkey voice inside of us that is telling us why you're doing this and you can't get away with this and you're just wasting your time. And this is the very primitive, very low level element of our psyche deep, deep down inside, like in the root of our brain that's telling us, you know, don't bother doing that. It's almost like a primitive monkey mind, you know, holding us back, you know, and, 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 and kind of quitting and submitting before we even try anything. And you have to learn how to shut that voice off, okay? Because when you really look into it, um, I heard a really, really good quote, and it says, there is no failure, there's just uh, feedback, okay? There is no such thing as failure, there's just feedback. And if you listen to that very carefully, um, it's, it's exponentially profound. What that means is you, you didn't fail, you're just getting feedback on how what steps you need to take to succeed, okay? Very, very important mindset to have, okay? So um, that little voice, that little monkey voice, monkey mind voice in your head is telling you, why, why am I doing this? You'll never, you know, you'll never get anywhere with this. You're going to fail. And you have to kind of learn how to shut that off, okay? If you say you can't, you're right. And if you say you can, you're right. So whatever position you're taking, that's what's going to be. I'm going to say that again. If you say, yes, I can do it, you're right. And if you say, no, I can't do it, you're also right, okay? Because it's where your mindset is at. Again, the most important thing is to take action. One of the great things about taking action, too, is if you're planning on doing, building something, doing something, starting something, there's no possible way that you're going to learn how to how to go through that whole process unless if you take that first step. You know, you can rationalize it and study it and take all kind of courses and do everything, but you're not, you know, you're not taking that first step to move forward into the direction you want to go. And really... Success really comes from adjusting your game, rethinking, replanning, re-strategizing, and, and, and meeting different resistances and different opportunities and different things, different paths that you have to take in order to become that real successful endeavor that you want to take, whatever it may be, literally whatever it may be. But if you don't take that first step, you're done for before you even started because you, you're nowhere. So you got to take that first step so that you can adjust yourself. And again, if you fail, it's just feedback on what you need to, you know, what steps you need to take to get it right, okay? Mental strength and toughness is very, very important, okay? And, and it, like I said, if you don't really, really, you know, if you don't put anything into action, basically, if you don't take action, all of that studying and thinking and dreaming and planning and everything that you do, it's basically like a bottle that's um, out at sea floating around with no direction aimlessly at the women will of the currents because it's not going anywhere and it never will. Got to take action, okay? You have to take action. Um, on a day-to-day -day basis, people like to say, stay in their comfort zone. You know, they like to watch the same programs. They like to watch the same um, TV shows and eat at the same restaurants and talk to the same people that they know and discuss topics that they feel comfortable discussing. And... You know, the problem with that is that if you don't get out of your comfort zone, you'll never be able to take true action and you'll never be able to experience true growth on any level because 
you know, that's like the guy saying, hey, I want to get in shape and I want to get big biceps and I want to get big triceps and I want to get ripped up and everything like that. He's talking about it, but is he going to the gym to affect that and elicit that change in his life? No. So there's no action there, so there's no result, okay? You got to get out of your comfort zone. If you stay in your comfort zone, I have a saying, if you stay in your comfort zone, you're going to be that dude in the movie theater that, that's tearing, you know, the ticket, the theater admission ticket, tearing it in half putting one half in the garbage and handing them the stub saying theater two, please. Or, you know, some other menial job that, you know, and I don't want to demean anybody that has a job that does that, but I'm just putting, putting, illustrating that as a point, you know, you need to, to, to face challenges. You need to take action. You need to plan in your life. You need to have a balanced mind. You have to have the ability to integrate the external and internal world and find answers within yourself. Not so much what people feed you, but what, you are able to come to conclusions to within yourself from from meditation and from just looking within yourself, you know. So that's really extremely important. And then the, the main thing is to get out of your comfort zone and take action, okay. We all know a lot of people that they just do the same, take the same steps every day. They do the same thing. And all they do is complain, complain, you know, why is this guy, you know, driving a nicer car? Why is this guy... Whatever, man. This guy's being successful. This guy just bought a house. This guy, and I don't mean to equate it to material things, but you know, this guy's in better shape, and and it's because they're not taking action. Okay. Like I said, it says in the Tao that a man should feel comfortable where others feel uncomfortable. Okay. The other thing is that when you have the ability to get out of your comfort zone, what ends up happening uh, is that you get exponential confidence as a result. Okay. When when you stay in your when you stay inside of your comfort zone, then there's uh, very low confidence, very low self-esteem, very low results, very low action. But when you expand beyond your comfort zone and, and, and really, you know, venture out to places where you're not comfortable, places where you're going to be challenged and confronted and deal with adversity and resistance, when you do that, what you do is you exponentially increase your confidence and your ability to take on challenges and get get the results you're looking for. That's why um, the podcast is called The Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn because when you're in that state of being alpha, and this is no gender thing because there's alpha male and alpha female, but alpha itself is the first letter of the alphabet, A, alpha, meaning top, meaning, you know, the, the max, you know, the maximus that, that, that you can be at, you know, you're... you're, you're maximize potential you know so the reason that it is called the alpha male buddhist is because you have to recognize the infinite potential within you as an individual the infinite potential you you have okay of the self and and the ability to to conquer yourself because the difference between let's say a regular person and a person that's alpha or a warrior is that the person that's alpha is able to conquer themselves and, and look within themselves, okay, and rely and depend on themselves. And they don't look for other people for assistance or to get them results or to kind of pull them along. I mean, that's fine if you're in a position where you can do that, but they're self-reliant and they get their own results, which, which is a state of alpha, okay? Alpha, whether male or female, okay? And to a large extent, we've become a nation of people that are, I'll just be honest, lazy, out of shape, uneducated, because I mean true education, you know, uh, non-spiritual, just followers, just, just beta, 
just really low level, low thinking, consuming. I don't want to get all negative, but it, there's a lot of truth to it. when you look around yourself. Um, try to have a good stimulating conversation with, with, with the person next time you, you're out and about and talking to people. You'll have a great conversation on the ball game or an MMA fight or something like that or a football game, but a real truly stimulating conversation about topics that are really relevant, topics about the self, about expanding, about self-awareness, about fulfillment, even about like, you know, business topics or strategies. And, and you're going to get a lot of, uh, oh, you know, change the subject, you know, and it's sad, but it's very, very true. So we, we have to be really mindful of that because the mainstream media is just bombarding us with with uh, programming, you know. They call it, um, I forget the word, but it's it, it's marketing. It, it, it's just basically brainwashing us to, to be at a ver exist at a very low, almost animalistic monkey level, you know. And, and it's just pounding fear into us. The fear that you you can never do anything and the fear that you have to be afraid of everything and we have to exist in a state of fear. And when you're in a state of fear, you're easily controlled, okay? You have to be fearless, okay? Not stupid. I don't mean be stupid. But fearless in the sense of don't doubt yourself. You know, believe in yourself. Think, plan, and take action, okay? All positive words, you know? So the system that we have right now basically... Um, this common core and everything that we have in front of us basically is just training us to be trained uh, docile, submissive peons that um, just basically follow instructions, fear everything, uh, no critical thinking, just follow instructions, do what you're told, and put the third peg on the fourth slot, you know, turn around and then, you know, clock back in tomorrow and put the fourth slot in the third peg and just follow, follow, follow. You can't, you cannot exist at that level. That's animalistic. Has nothing to do with where you are materially, financially, anything like that. But you have the universe within yourself, okay? And people are not aware of this. They're looking for fulfillment from things outside of themselves. You know, their attachment to material things is, is basically can never be satisfied. Once you've reached the pinnacle of materialism, where you have the biggest house and the biggest car and the nicest whatever... I forget the number, but they say, I think once you have more... I think it's... $100,000, there's some number, like once you have more than that disposable to you, that the level of happiness that you have does not go up anymore because you are basically able to provide for your immediate needs, you know, and, and, and once you get more than that, it really is an illusion because you, you, cannot, you can't eat every cheeseburger in the world or drive every car there is out there. So there's a limit to everything. And as you attach to these material things, all you're really doing is just buying into this illusion. And and really, to a large degree, I, I believe it's true. A lot of people that have, have um, it is a fact, actually, people that have lots of money, they are really subjected to a lot of depression and because it's the bad karma that they're incurring from the way they got that ill-gotten wealth and the manipulation and, the bad again, the bad karma that they're incurring. You know, a lot of these people, they follow satanic ways and demonic ways and just really evil and that's not really the true path, man, because they, I've heard somewhere, and I know it's a fact, and I've experienced it myself, the greatest feeling a person can have within themselves, the greatest, actual greatest feeling is when you help another person that's in need. You have this fulfillment within you when you do that, that it's just amazing. And what you have to understand is when you help other, another person, you're actually helping yourself. And that's karma that's coming back your way. And not that you do things for help, but it's just the right way. It's the right path. To, to, to live that way, okay? 
We have to learn how to be responsible for our own actions. We have to learn how to be responsible for our failures. We have to learn how to be responsible for our successes, our, our, our lot in life, where we are and what we're doing. Yes, there's people that have a lot of oppression on them and a lot of, um, and I've experienced a lot of it myself. Not, not the worst life ever, but pretty, pretty tough coming up. And, you know, I, I, I met my challenges and I worked hard. And I dedicate myself, and I'm not a quitter, man. I'm, I'm tenacious. I like to use the word tenacious. It's true. I don't quit. And you stay on it, and you stay on it. But not just pushing hard, but thinking and staying on it and analyzing and adjusting your strategy to what's coming at you. And observe the patterns that you see in nature. Observe the patterns that you see in life and utilize those patterns that are going to help you and avoid those patterns that, that are going to hurt you, whatever those patterns may be. You know, it all means different things to different people. A pattern might be, you know, certain friends that you have that are into negative energy, that are into drugs, that are into heavy drinking. And I'm not against, you know, you know, I'll be honest with cannabis or whatever like that. I mean, to me, that's, it's a medicine from, from Mother Earth and everything like that, but it can be abused. So you might run around in circles with somebody's, you know, smoking too much weed or drinking too much liquor or really living an unbalanced life and that's a negative pattern in life you need to avoid that you can be friends with people but you got to avoid that pattern where that's going to drag you down okay another negative pattern is people that just like to go out and party or spend money or whatever negative um things that they're into those are all negative patterns in life positive pattern is somebody that's you know really studying hard or trying to get a business going or trying to work on their jump shot out in the park or whatever whatever they're doing but they're into some positive activity that's what you want to synchronize with you know you want to synchronize with that and, and and that's a pattern that you want to you know pursue and look into and utilize and, and 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 gain energy from because what happens is when these patterns emerge in nature you can actually they're like waves that you can actually ride so you you synchronize or you latch you know you hop onto this pattern that's positive, you know, like you see a dude that he's really, you know, he wants to become, you know, an A1 mechanic and he's going to school. So you might talk to him and say, hey, you know, um, how's school going? Oh, we're learning about transmissions. Really? You know, that's interesting. You know, he might start breaking down a transmission to you. And, you know, metaphorically, all of these things are attached because, you know, a transmission is, you know, in the car is the same thing in the transmission in your life to move you forward. Okay. So these are just all allegories and lessons in life and patterns that we have to take advantage of, negative and positive. So those of you who have an ear to listen and understand what I'm saying, avoid the negative patterns and, and join and surf, surf if you're a surfer, surf on those positive patterns that are going to benefit you and help you in life. Okay, Be responsible for yourself, be responsible for your actions, take actions, because when you take actions, that's when you're going to get your results. Okay, If you don't take action, you'll, you'll never get any good results, just negative ones. Okay. And you, if you don't take actions on your thinking, then then others are going to imp implement and employ their thinking into you. And you're just going to be docile puppet following your puppet masters. Like I said, there is no failure. There's just feedback. Another word that I like to use is a breakthrough. And I use this a lot. And what a breakthrough is, is where you're trying to get something done. And it, it's the furthest thing that you think you can do. I'm Like I said, I'm a computer programmer and have been since day one, since, God, since like 1989, 90. I've been, since the first computers came out, I had an 8088 IBM clone. It wasn't even an IBM. It was an IBM clone with no hard drive. It booted up on a five and a quarter floppy. And I think it had eight meg of, of RAM. Um, you know, really, really, on DOS. It operated on DOS, disk operating system. Microsoft DOS and MS-DOS, um, you know, IBM-DOS, rather, 
So I got into this program called, um, I'm dating myself, DBase 2 and Fox Pro, Clipper, all these different programs, and uh, command line programming where you write the command a line at a time. You know, locate four, first name equal to Gerald and last name equal to, or N city equal to Boston, something like that. But you bang out this code and you get your results. And I would actually write coding programs and screens and reports and stuff. And I got into it. But um, the analogy that I'm trying to make is that, you know, you need to really discipline the mind to. Oh, let me digress back. When I first got into it, I remember. Uh, I was working in the mailroom at the time, and there was this guy, uh, his name was Dave Matthews, I'll never forget, and not the Dave Matthews van, okay, but it was Dave Matthews, and he was um, trying to set up a database for, it was a publishing firm, and he was doing labels for mailing, at the time there was a lot of mailing of magazines, and um, I was fascinated because this guy was doing some cutting edge stuff, and I was really interested in it, and you know, I says, hey, what kind of computer is that, and what kind of program is that? And I ended up logging on. So the first night I took it home, I started messing around with it. And I says, oh, my God, I, this makes no sense. And I just persevered. And I was just tenacious with it. And I kept on. And finally, I typed in the statement and I got a result out. And, and it worked. You know, I got the answer. And I was encendido in Spanish. Like, I was ignited. I, I was like, dude, I'm into this. And I saw that I had the ability. So I had a breakthrough at that point. I had a breakthrough that I can do this computer thing. And I just really, I never looked back. I got, I'm a pretty decent uh, developer, you know, I'm not bad. I use Access, Microsoft Access. I like the 2003 version of it because it's simple. But I digress. You're looking for, for breakthroughs and things that happen. Oh, one other analogy, back to that company. I was working there and one day, I had, I had my computer, I think a month. And uh, the guy, Dave Matthews, didn't come to work and they needed labels to do a mail into Chicago, I believe it was. So this is, oh, Dave's not in, and this and that. So I came out of the mirror, and I says, what is it that you need? I, I overheard them. This is, oh, we need labels to go to Chicago to mail these, you know, I guess it's 800 labels. And I says, oh, I'll do it for you. And they, they looked at me, you? And they laughed. This Puerto Rican kid is, is going to do labels for us on this advanced computer? They didn't say that, but, you know, it was like, oh, you? I says, yeah. Uh, and I hadn't seen him do it before, too, you know, so I got on. And I noticed when I sat at the computer, I was slightly nervous, but I, I was in my comfort zone in the sense of I've done this at home. So there was a little crowd outside of the office. This, I was in Dave's office sitting at his chair. And there was about five or six people around there. They're, they're mumbling to themselves, oh, this guy, he's going to break the computer. What is he doing? And at that, that, I think that was one moment in my life that I kind of had a major breakthrough. So I typed in a line of code and a blank sheet of paper came out. And they just laughed at me. I says, okay, hold on a minute. And I, I think I missed a comma. Or some hyphen or something. So I went, I think it was a, I literally a comma. So I went back in, you know, city equal to Chicago and publication equal to restaurant business, whatever. I hit enter and, you know, like 40 pages of labels came out. And I, I didn't say anything. I didn't say shit. I just got up and went back to the mailroom. And I was like, I was at that job for probably another six months and I ended up accelerating my career, you know. But, um, and nothing major, but just, just small steps and breakthroughs that, that you have in life. And, you know, there was a challenge there, and I faced it. And, you know, you, I, there could have been a failure, but I was fortunate enough in that situation. It was it was excessive, and I felt great. I really did feel great, and I had my breakthrough, okay? You have your breakthroughs, and then, like I said, there's no such thing as failure. There's just feedback, okay? So you want to look for breakthroughs. Another thing, when you really are pushing for that breakthrough, what you're going to find, and it really does happen, the universe actually helps you. It puts things in front of you that are very obvious 
that the universe is actually, and I don't want to get a woo-woo with it, but it's the truth. Call it God or the universe or good karma or positive energy, but you're putting yourself in a position where you could get that nudge to go to the next level. So all things being equal, that nudge will be there for you. And and it's, it happens in the weirdest ways. I can only explain it in that way. I've just had the craziest things happen where I'm really trying to get something done and just something happens and it just clicks into the place so many times. And it's not a coincidence. So what you need to understand is we all have infinite potential, okay? If someone else can do something, you can do it too. You know, they're a person just like you are with two hands, with the brain and, you know, the central nervous system. If they can do it, you can do it too, okay? It's a, an illusion. A lot of people that like to put on where, you know, oh, I do this special thing and this is what I do. A lot of it is bullshit. Yeah, you know, you, they studied something or they, you know, took certain classes or whatever like that or took certain practices. But if someone else can do it, you can do it too, you know. Um, a lot of people like to latch on to limited thinking uh, and limited beliefs, you know. The monkey mind telling them that they can't do it. And, you know, you have to you have to get back to that um, TFAR, which are thoughts, feelings, actions, results. And if you analyze that and look at it, Everything comes from thought, okay? Like I said, the Buddha said in the first verse, the first words of the Dharmapada, which are Buddha's words, it says, all that we are is what we think. And from what we, th and from what we think, you get all of your, your, your positive act karma, your negative karma, you know, it goes on and on and on, but it states all that we are is what we think, and that's so profound. So you have your thoughts, and as a result of your thoughts, you get your feelings, these emotions and these feelings that you have that are a result of your thought, whether it's fear, whether it's hope, whether it's excitement, whether it's looking forward to a challenge, whether it's confidence or something like that, you know. So you have your thoughts, you have your feelings that are resulting from your thoughts. So you have your thoughts, you have your feelings, and then from your feelings you're going to take action, and that action is going to give you a result. And again, that result is going to be a feedback loop for you to to get to your success, to get to the point where you want to get to. But this TFAR is pretty pretty cool stuff. I like it a lot. Um, everything starts from a thought, you know? Everything starts from a thought. Um, and in closing, um, you need to create your reality. Take action. Be fearless. Okay? You need to create your own reality. Take action. Be fearless. Okay? So that's going to wrap it up for this podcast. Hopefully, um, I know I benefited from it, just speaking and talking. And hopefully, you know, others get some benefit from the podcast too. Namaste. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Welcome to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Miguel. I like to cover topics from ancient history, great leaders and generals from the past, and I also like to talk about self-realization, truth, critical thinking, and strategic spirituality. Outside the box, nonconformist. I'm here to shatter the myths of the mainstream media and the beta sheeple narrative. Welcome to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. My email address is alphamalebuddhist at gmail.com. My website is alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com. 
and my subreddit is reddit.com forward slash r forward slash alpha male buddhist that's my subreddit where you can uh, comment and interact with other listeners and it's a great forum to sit and have an open dialogue so again thank you for listening and namaste